Yeah, ha- how's it going? My name, my name's uh, 24602. Uh, but you can call me Lucky. Served on Endor, and uh, when that service was finished, they posted me up on this ugly planet, Coruscant. It's pretty, pretty boring if you ask me. I mean, there's a lot going on, but I mean, what's what's the point of all of this? Well, if I'm gonna live on a planet like this, at least I can do some good, bring some justice to this to this wretched hive of scum and villainy. Uh, I'll keep you posted, and you'll uh, hear about all my adventures on this first season of the okay. Patreon course on Nights. Just broke the fourth wall. Yep. Welcome to Coruscant Nights. These uh, two episodes that we've got here are uh, the first uh, bit of Coruscant Night recording ever. Ever. Um, you'll see that the black light district was still a red light district and uh, the geography is all messed up, but we hope you enjoy our first foray into the world of Coruscant. Enjoy! A fourth idea. Okay. Set in the Clone Wars, and I'm a clone, a defector. That is a thing that you could do. I would actually really like to do that. I'll have to practice my uh, New Zealand accent. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I want to be a clone. I want to okay. be a defecting clone. All right. What What is your job? I I'm like a. You don't have to be like a bounty hunter or something. You could be a chef. You could be. A busker on a street corner. A busker? A guy who plays mu- music for money. Oh, but I'd be a, I'm a clone, so I'm like trained in clone body, yeah, yeah. This is this is the whole thing now. Uh, Alright, so you'd be human. Gotta be human. I, I yeah, I think I should be the most normal average clone in the clone army. Okay. You know, I thought this was a really original idea and then I remembered that uh this is basically the plot of The Force Awakens. Uh, it's also the plot of a certain episode of Clone Wars. There's like a clone, or they like find a clone who has a like half Twi'lek, half human children. Yep. What's a Vanguard? Is it like a close quarters? Vanguard is ready for anything at the front lines kind of guy. And what's Trailblazer? Isn't that like kind of the same thing? Trailblazer, um, it's more like exploring in addition to being a soldier. So that's the Trailblazer talent tree. Um, stalking, tracking, it's got one with nature. This is the Vanguard. It's more like being quick, quick on your feet. Well, I'm really, uh, I'm not the person between the Trailblazer and the Vanguard. Uh, I'm gonna go with the, uh, Trailblazer. Okay, alright, so you should have the Trailblazer skill tree, and you should have a almost blank character sheet. Um, yeah. So, do you have that character sheet? Yeah, I have it open.
I don't think so. Alright, so 24602 is on Coruscant, has been thinking about defecting. What does your character look like? Okay, 24602 looks quite a bit like any other clone. He's got a shaved head, like buzzed, pretty short. Maybe he's got like some, uh, he's got like a couple tattoos or something hidden somewhere. He doesn't have any of like the face tattoos or anything that some of them do from the Clone Wars show. Mm-hmm. He, he can definitely disappear in a crowd uh, of clones. Okay. He is not, has no, no distinguishing features. He blends into the background. Has he seen many battles? I think that he has served probably one. A tour? He served like a tour. Yeah, so like he, he dropped down on another planet and like saw the saw the fight to completion. Okay. Um, but that's it. Just one. So he's maybe been uh, fighting uh, in the Clone Army for like two years. Where was that battle? That battle was on the forest moon of Endor. <laughs> was, uh, it, was it really? Yeah. Okay. And he realized that he likes nature and he likes trees while he was out there. He spent a lot of time just sleeping outside and like hanging out with um, some furry things that he found. There's like a billion things there. He also, you know, he fought some aliens. He fought some giant spiders. Uh, Any marauders on horses? Uh, yeah. They, they one time their camp got over uh, got ambushed by marauders, and they had to retreat. He doesn't have a lot of love for the Marauders, but uh, he does love cute little furry animals. He thinks they're great. He would try to communicate with them. They would give him tips about, you know, tracking and things like that. Yeah. And Endor is kind of a weird place. There are a lot of really strange creatures there. Very diverse. Yeah. Did he ever run into anything that he couldn't explain? He did uh, awake one misty Endor morning to what he thought was an earthquake, but he later realized was a passing, uh, uh, what did you call it? A giant green thing? Gorax. Okay. Probably five miles away. That's great. Okay, Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about 24602. So where is 24602 right now? So he's on Coruscant? Yeah. I think that he is basically in... Uh, it's a very, like, seedy red light district, uh, okay. and he's on patrol. They they probably have him go out, sometimes by himself, sometimes with, like, one or two other troopers. Um, and at this point, they are mostly just, like, police officers, and he's pretty bored. The lights and the noise are getting to him. We, we prefer a more quiet, tranquil environment, but... Maybe there are a lot like of colorful a, people to talk to, which he doesn't yeah. enjoy. He's a couple hundred levels down. Pretty much what amounts to his leave, which is not really leave, it's just more work, but less fighty work. Is he with anybody? Yeah, he's out on patrol with uh, one other dude who he... He knows, he knows him okay. He knows him by, you know... He, he knows him to see him. Uh, to other people, they basically look like twins. Yeah. What's this other guy's name? He's got a nickname, which is uh, Dice. Dice. That looks like a 
nickname, right? Yeah. How do you get that? Um, Dice is a compulsive gambler and yep. loves Coruscant and likes to disappear and, you know, play dice with the, like, uh, street urchins and stuff. You know, that's what he likes. Um, all right, so he is uh, patrolling down in these uh, seedy levels where you, you can't see the sky. It's just one big metal box. The ground is metal, the walls are metal, the ceiling is metal. It is dark nighttime. There are neon lights everywhere advertising gambling houses and bars. The local shops are closed, but the, the bars are hopping. And I'm going to right away use my dark side point because you see somebody that you recognize. And you recognize him from the Wanted posters. He's a Gand, so like uh-huh. Zuckus. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. So he's got he's got like a face mask, breathing apparatus. He's wearing long reddish robes, and he just walked into a bar. Hey, hey Dice! <laughs> Do you see that guy going to that bar? I didn't see no guy going to that bar. <laughs> Busy oh looking at it's that. really hard to say what I want to say. That, that gambling establishment. Well, there's that gambling. More, more. I'm a little more interested in the gambling. Save you can save your gambling for for when your shift's done, dice. We're going in after him. All right, lead the way. All uh, right. What is we head into this place? Yeah. What is what is this Gan's name? He's gonna be like uh, Vorgus. What? Vorgus. Vorgus. Yep. Okay. All right. So you guys head into this bar, and it is packed, and the music is booming and super loud. Bright lights are flashing from all over the place. There's a long bar in the center of the room. It's got two guys tending it. Duros and a Rodian. Okay. We walk in. Keep your eyes shut. Uh, blast around. Dice gives you hand signals because he can't hear you at all. Um, he points to his I, ear. Yeah, yeah. I pull my like blaster out from being hol- uh, holstered and point uh, Dice to take a walk around the perimeter. Uh, one direction, like he goes to the left and I'm gonna go to the right around the bar. All right, so you pull your blaster out and give Dice a little circle in the air to meet on the other side, is that what you're saying? Yeah, okay. exactly. All right, Dice pulls out his blaster and heads to the right around the crowd. Okay, so I'm making my way. I'm maybe even assuming that like our visors give us like a little bit of a sight advantage in this crazy visual space. I would say normally you'd get a black die for darkness because you've got darkness and flashing lights, but I will allow you to not have that black die. Okay. Well, I'm going to do a perception check okay. of um, this room. So it's going to be your perception and the difficulty is going to be three purple dice. Okay. One, two, three. Dang. 
two failures. Two failures. There are just too many people in this in this bar. You don't spot him. You you know what? You see somebody who who is him. Yeah, you see him. He's by the bar. He's getting a drink from the Rodian. I come right up behind him. Uh, I poke him in the back with my gun and say, uh, "Jigs up, focus. You come out with me." This yep. guy turns yep. around, and you see the breathing thing, and you see the bald, like brownish head. But where Gand would have two big eyes, he's got two little, little tiny eyes. He is a to- a Tognath, um, like those guys from. Uh, Rogue One with the tubes. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, so I go. Whoa! Uh, he's gesticulating. He, he's not talking, but he's uh, angrily gesticulating at you now. Uh, go, go back to your drinks. Uh, no harm done. Uh, walk away. Get uh, out of there. The crowd here is just huge. Tons of people. Big people. Small people. People who breathe air, people who don't. I have a skill for tracking people. Why, well, yes, you do. I can, I can remove a rank, uh, when one rank of check to find a person. Yeah. So tracking is survival. Do you want to try and track it? Yes. I'm looking around to see if I see any like any any kind of clues to where Gan might be. Maybe be with other Gans or in like a special Gand room. So I'll do a survival check. Yep, and it's gonna be, uh, let's go with two. And I'm gonna, because I'm reducing the check. So cost. you're starting out with two purple and um, a black because it is just so crowded here and your skill gets to remove that black. Because okay. you're an expert. I get it, I get it. Okay. I got two success and one threat. Perfect. You notice a neon sign off in the distance that says NH3. NH3. NH3, is that that a... uh, It's ammonia. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say, and I thought I would be wrong, so I stopped myself. Um, Is it a... I see a sign. I I know a little bit about it again. They might be hanging out in that area, maskless, it's to, possible. Uh, to, to enjoy what it's like to be on their home planet. Yeah, and it's it's their ammonia lounge. The ammonia lounge, yep. I've, I've heard about that, that's what I was looking for. That's where I'm heading. So you make your way across the room through the enormous crowds to the ammonia lounge. Brightly lit on the outside, around the door, just so pretty much so that every species knows that if they go in here, they're not gonna live. It's got a big blast door and what appears to be an airlock. Does my helmet filter? I don't think my helmet actually does filter stuff like that. So it is established in episode seven that later stormtrooper armor does not filter, right? It's in one of the movies. They're like, it filters smoke, but something yeah. else. It doesn't. You've got some handy light side points. I'm going to flip a light side point and say 
that Dice and I both have the ability to we, we can filter that out with our helmets alright yeah so uh, you, can, you can close off your helmet we are you know we're like police but we're like kind of like hazard police like we we've got up, some upgrades yeah okay is Dice nearby I look over and see that Dice is gambling of course he is he found a little toy Darien off in the corner it's got some chance cubes Red, blue. Yeah, yeah, they're all in that those that red or that blue. I think Dice actually probably has like a, a, a chance cube tattoo on the back of his neck. I'm sure he does. Um, he's like totally ignoring me. I'm waving my hands in the air. He can't uh, hear get you. Get his attention. Nope. Too many distractions. Got those bright lights, flashing lights. He cannot uh, get his mind like, off the game. Yeah, he's hopeless. I'll do this myself. Alright, you push, uh, you push the button on the I'm door. Going in. The door slides open, and you walk into the airlock. The door slides closed behind you, and the one in front of you opens. And this room seems like it's like filled with smog. You, you can barely uh-huh. see about four feet ahead of you. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna push forward. You can tell that it's not a not a really big room. It's sort of like a sauna. There are benches along the walls where people can sit, small tables where they can put their drinks down. I'm going to see him very quickly if he's in here. Yeah. So there, yeah, there are a couple people in this room. I uh, announced to the room, looking for a Gan named Borgus. He's under arrest. One person stands up and you hear him talking. You don't understand a word he is saying. Just, uh, maybe, maybe if you point it, <laughs> that would be helpful. It is the guy you're looking for. Is he, is he, is he still wearing a red robe? Yeah, he's wearing the red robe, but he doesn't have his, his mask on, so he looks different. He's got, like, a bug face. Looks, looks all gross. Okay. Yeah. Get your mask on, you're coming with me. I think you should roll initiative. Okay. Were you expecting to be attacked by this guy? No. So you are rolling your cool. Okay. Uh, not good. Two advantage. Alright, you got two advantages. Borgus got two advantages, two successes, and a triumph. Wow. So Borgus is going first. Alright. He doesn't have any weapons on him so he is going to try and go for a little surprise on you again this room is really small Mm -hmm. so he swings out and uh he smacks you right in the helmet and he hits you but it's not gonna get through your soak but he got enough advantages that it gives you a little leak the part where it connects to your neck is uh, is not connecting anymore. <laughs> so he he smacks you in the face and he, he runs for the door. And I'll let you do something before he can actually get out of the room. I'm gonna run over. I'm gonna club him over the head with my gun. All right. So you go up behind uh, him and you roll a uh, melee. 
with like two purple. Two purple. I got two success. I'm already like, why didn't I just shoot him with a stun setting? That's okay. It's not. It's not a two four six oh two's way. Yeah. Okay, so it's two plus your brawn damage to this guy. What's your brawn? My brawn is three. So five. It hurts him a little bit. Not enough to, to stop him as he slams the uh, the button for the door and starts running through. He, he actually gets through both of the doors and starts letting the ammonia out as he scrambles to get his mask back on. The, the other, so he's, he's, he's letting ammonia out into the bar? Into the bar, yeah. The other guys in the room are pretty pretty upset. Making making weird uh, face maskless noises. There's another one of those like two tube guys in there who's very upset that the gas is leaving and um, another gang. They're not too happy about the oxygen coming in and their air leaving. He runs out into the bar. What do you do next? I'm chasing him out into the bar. So we pretty much have everyone's attention. I'm assuming Dice is probably uh, even maybe turning around. Yeah, Dice uh, sees that there's a slight panic on the other side of the bar. Still can't hear him. I yell out to Dice, even though he probably doesn't hear. And I gesture. He looks up surprised kind of looks like he, he got caught doing something he wasn't supposed to do and reaches down, grabs his gun and starts heading towards on an intercept course. Got it. I'm gonna uh, just throw something at him. I'm, we're running by the bar now and I see a uh, serving tray and I, and I grab it and I'm gonna throw like a frisbee into his back while he runs away. So that's going to be a ranged light. Okay. Let's make it two and then a black because it's a crowded room. Okay. You know what? Because it's a crowded room, you can keep the black, but I'm going to use my dark side point to make it a red. So a purple and a red. Okay, I got a success with an advantage. Okay. Um, yeah, so the plate goes flying and hits the gand on the back of the head, dealing some damage. It's, it slows him enough for you to catch up to him. Okay. He's there, clutching the back of his head. I'm assuming Dice has, like, intercepted him. We, yep. we got him. Dice is on the, the front left side of him. You're behind him. Um, the crowd is, we, has parted into a sort of circle around you guys. Nothing to see here. And Everybody nice, go back uh, about your business. Go back to your drinks. Uh, we, I produce some uh, clone trooper twine from uh, like a little utility belt pouch. Some twine? And we like... I guess maybe not twine. Maybe I probably have binders. Yeah, I'm probably have binders or like the Star Wars version of zip ties. Since we're cops, like we we would for sure have binders. Yeah, that makes so sense. So we we bind his hand binds back, and we leave the bar. I'm in front, 
that night is falling. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get him out of this bar. We're going to go back. Dyson and I probably have a some little car somewhere close by. Some we're going to take this guy down to the station. Yeah. Let's, let's say you've got a pair of like larger speeder bikes. Yep. That seems like something we would have. Yeah. Not quite as chunky as the ones in Solo, but not quite as sleek as, uh, I mean, if you can call them sleek, the ones in Return of the Jedi. Something that you could put a guy in yeah. the back. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. So you put him in the back of yours or Dice's? Um, he's in the back of mine. Okay. Um, and you guys uh, take off and head towards the surface? Yep. Towards the, towards the station. I would like you to uh, make a piloting planetary roll to see how it goes. Let's make it against one red. Just in case I get a despair. Just in case you get a despair. And it, and it drastically changes the way that this story is going to go. You were not lucky. Yeah, that's the that's the usual case. Uh, I got a success. Okay, so you... Success with an advantage, actually. Okay, uh, what's your advantage? Uh, as, a, as we're driving, flying through up into the traffic, <laughs> I actually see a, uh, there's a, there's a speeder flying by, uh-huh. and it's got one, and one of its taillights is out. So you're gonna pull him over? Yeah, we're gonna pull him over. <laughs> okay, so yeah. um, the the disadvantage here is that the 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 guy, the the being driving this speeder, is a Wookiee. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I'm gonna have to use my charm for this one. <laughs> so so we did pull this Wookiee over. Yeah. If you want to speak Wookiee, you're gonna have to pass a xenology. Been a while, but uh, we'll give it a shot. Uh, it's gonna be <laughs> it's it's tough. Uh, it's three three difficulty. Well, uh, two threat, which maybe isn't that surprising. <laughs> Just two threat. Just two threat. Okay, so that sounds to me like you tried to speak Wookiee. You said something really offensive. <laughs> <laughs> now this Wookiee is not happy. You, I think you just okay. said something about his mom. Uh, take, take, take care of that boy. Uh, uh, he can go about your business. Uh, he gives. We, you, we were just kind of like hovering <laughs> next to his car. Yeah, uh, I think he gives you a rude gesture and drives off. Um, okay, so <laughs> I tell. Dice, uh, well, that was pointless. And we keep driving. <laughs> um, so where where are you taking this guy? To the central processing station. These uh, CPS. Yep, the old CPS. Uh, by uh, the way, what was what was the name of that bar? That was uh, <laughs> Misty Martigans. <laughs> Misty Martigans, perfect. Yeah. I, it's and it's misty because it's it's a bar that's known. It's a it's a uh, it's a gand hangout. 
yeah, well, it, it's known for its then, um, its non-oxygen rooms. Yes, exactly. It's, they've got um, a helium room, uh, an ammonia room. Yeah. Yep, helium room. Mm-hmm. Some people just go in there <laughs> for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that they... <laughs> Actually, I, I noticed that Dice... Was, had, had a pretty squeaky voice when I first ran into him. <laughs> All right, so you, you make it to the CPS drop-off Vorgus uh, with another clone named Reggie. Um, wait, so, so we show up and uh, Reggie's there? Yeah. I think this place should look like, uh, like the Men in Black home base from the first Men in Black movie. Real tall ceilings, big screens. Yeah. Um, just full of like crazy aliens and stuff. This is like an immigration office, kind of. Yeah, a bunch of aliens uh, getting processed. A lot of clones behind desks. Yeah. Yep. All right. So yeah, you you bring uh, Vorgus up. You see a clone that you know is named Reggie, and uh, he says, "Hey, two four six at one. How you doing?" As he getting rage. You did you not notice that he called you the wrong name? <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't even notice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the kind of guy he two four six one two is. He, he doesn't he doesn't have to love things bug him too much. I, I thought you were uh, out on the outer rim. Just got back. Well, uh, Gonna, welcome home. Win- I guess. Yeah. Not, not much of a home. Who, uh, who you got here? Who's, who's this you got for me? Name is, uh, August. Yeah, what's he wanted for? Uh, let's see here. Uh, it says, uh, uh, crimes against the universe, uh, something, uh, some kind of, some kind of science, biological weapons, you know. Ah, that old thing. All right. We'll get him processed for you. Yeah, get him on my site. Better get back out and patrol. Uh, he, Reggie grabs he, uh, Vorgus by the binders and gives him to another clone. Cool. They walk him off into a back room. I wonder if my, is my shift almost over? I think we got a couple hours left in our shift. It's hard to tell me right. down here where you can't see the sun. That's for sure. Alright, well, back, back at it. So we're gonna just head back to our bike store and go back out to the chaotic world of Coruscant and keep doing our job. I want you to make that same roll to get back down where you're supposed to be. You just really want me to get no wreck. Uh, something's gonna happen either way, but... You're gonna flip a point if I don't get this anyway. No, I don't have any, so... Uh, well, you know... It'll make for a good story because I got despair. Oh, nice. So, two advantage. Uh, yeah. Okay. You can have the advantage after I tell you what happens. Um, so you, okay. you and Dice leave the CPS and head back down to... What, what level was it that you were on? We were just on? Yeah. We were on... I think there are like the... 5,000 levels in Coruscant. 5,000? And they're all... Yeah, there are like 5,000. Yeah, I'm assuming that we were, we just went up to like the middle, right? Yeah, 50, we went up to 5127, the uh, highest level. Yep. 
We went up to the highest? Uh, pretty close to the highest. I guess it would have to be the highest because I'm assuming that like spaceships are like landing at like yeah. this place. Yeah. If people are getting processed, like people are getting their visas checked and stuff. So yeah, it's pretty I close to surface level. We might even like have other bases closer to where we were, but that guy was pretty dangerous, so he had to be taken to like headquarters. Yeah. HQ. Okay, so we are we are on our way back down. That location, that like red light district, was what we were told to patrol for the evening. Yeah. Um, so we we do we need to report back. All right. So that was maybe like in the two thousands. Yes. Mm -hmm. So heading back down there, there is like a pretty steady stream of traffic. Up ahead, you see a speeder with its tail light out. Maybe you'll have better luck this time, Dice. Why don't you? Why don't you uh, try your luck? Be happy to. And he turns on his uh, his siren. So he stops the speeder, and you see that it is the Wookie. <laughs> uh -oh. And to this guy, you guys all look the same. So he sees Dice, pull him over. He's this is like the second time today. He just got fired. He's had the worst day. And he gets pulled over twice. As Dice walks up to the side of the speeder, the Wookiee grabs him and just throws him off the side into the void in between these levels. <laughs> he just tosses him and he's like falling. He's just right? falling. Yeah. The Wookiee uh, just starts driving again. 24602 goes and he's going to. He's going to try and rescue him yeah. before he splats on the ground. Okay, you have two advantages. Alright. If you um, want, you can, you can use them on your roll if you want, because I'm going to make you roll another piloting check to get dice. Is this the same check? Uh, no, it's going to be two purple. Okay. Do you want to use your advantages here? You can add two boost die. Um, oh, one for each thing? Yeah. Um, well, I don't want to be a... Rule stickler here, but I could even use my outdoorsman skill, couldn't I, to um, move through terrain or manage environmental effects? Um, so that removes a setback die. I didn't give you a setback die. Okay. Can I can I turn my green into a yellow if I use a light point? If you use a light side point, yeah, you can. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Oh, man, I got a. Uh, oh, I did not get any success or failure. I got two advantage. Okay, and you still have those two other advantages from, oh, from the first piloting yeah. check? Yeah, I do. I have four advantages. How do you want to use those advantages? Um, okay, I, I got it, I got it. I'm trying to catch up to him. Yeah. But he, he he's fallen pretty fast. I didn't start Avgrim fast enough, and he's like still kind out of out of reach. Yeah, I can kind of hear him going like, <laughs> "Yeah." I'm gonna say all all of those advantages. I'm gonna use them all on this. Um, I'm chasing him. I'm chasing him. I'm chasing him, and he is going to land in the back of a garbage truck that's <laughs> passing underneath him. A garbage truck. Yep. Okay. He lands in the trash. Yeah, okay. uh, he lands in a giant pile of trash, and it zooms away and into all the traffic, and you are alone on your bike in the middle of nothing. In the middle of just open space? Pretty much right? the open space between floors. Yeah, so you're, you're between floors right now. I get it. This is kind of like a, 
a place that nobody ever explores. Um, and you see a little, little hint of green. Hint of green? What's that? I'm gonna investigate. So you navigate your speeder around all this traffic, and in between the floors there is there's a gap. And there's some strange mossy stuff growing in it. 24602 has been missing the granary. The universe's natural splendor. So he's gonna he's gonna check it out. He needs some moss. He's gonna like put it in his pocket and build a little terrarium back home. Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thanks to Doug for playing on today's episode. You can find Doug's artwork at dougceberhart.com. Thanks to Nick Scourin for our music. You can find more of his music at pro-am.bandcamp.com. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter and at Coruscant Nights on Instagram. You can email us at coruscantnightspod at gmail.com. Love the show and want to show your support? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and stop by our Patreon for extra Star Wars goodness. Now stay tuned for a preview of Pocket Singularity, an RPG podcast using the Genesis system set in the near future. Journey up the gravity well with us as we explore the near future on the Pocket Singularity podcast. We're exploring the possibilities of science, economics, politics, and society using the Fantasy Flight Games Genesis system. Our story begins with the loss of the greatest scientific mind of the century, Ndidi Okafor. Shadowy groups, massive corporations, and scheming politicians are all seeking to find a way to harness her breakthrough and then exploit it to their advantage. Everyone wants to know what could happen if you could harness all the energy of a black hole. If you like Peter F. Hamilton, Shishin Liu, William Gibson, Nnedi Okorafor, we think you would love this show. We look forward to having you along as we ride up this gravity well, and look forward to seeing you on the other side of this event horizon.